It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. So what happens when you thought the career that you would have until you retire suddenly changes and you have to readjust, change gears, and set off in a totally different direction? This morning, we talk to those who have found passion, purpose, and fulfillment in their second act career. Coming up, find out how a telephone repairman made the fashion world stand up and take notice. Then we talk to a woman who is breaking barriers and redefining beauty standards in her 60s. Her second act story is still to come. Plus, a beloved broadcaster finds her way back on air in front of the camera again. Her journey back to the spotlight. Remember, for anything that you may have missed this morning, all you have to do is reach out to us on social media. We're at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rodney Lear on Air. Or you can listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app anywhere you get your podcast and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. We begin our look at second act careers with Michael Clinton. Michael is the author of the book, Roar Into the Second Half of Your Life Before It's Too Late. It's our pleasure to welcome Michael Clinton to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Michael. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. It's so nice to be with you today. Thanks much. My pleasure. Now, I understand that you work with Hearst Magazine. Tell me about your role with Hearst. Well, I was, um, for many years, the president and publishing director of Hearst Magazine. So we have many, many magazines that I'm sure some of your listeners are familiar with. Everything from House Beautiful and Good Housekeeping to Esquire and Car and Driver and, and many, many more. Um, and now I'm the media advisor for our CEO uh, at the Hearst Corporation and also have a new business that I launched with Hearst called Roar Forward. And we'll talk about Roar Forward in a minute here, but... I understand that you helped launch the old Oprah magazine. What was that like? Well, that was about 23 years ago. Wow. And we launched, yeah, a long time already. And you probably, or you might know that it was the most successful magazine launch in the history of magazines. And, you know, is an incredible uh, editorial product with Oprah's voice and uh, had a huge and has had a huge audience and um yeah it was a great it, it was uh, a great experience the team uh, working with the team to launch that so michael you are a photographer a private pilot you own a vineyard in argentina you run marathons what drives you and what is it that motivates you to push the limits to embark on so many adventurous endeavors what is it yeah you know i think that um for, for those of us who step back and and realize that we have our health, and we have had some level of good fortune and success in life, you know, we're very fortunate to be able to really embrace things in a big, big kind of way. So, you know, I came from a working class family in Pittsburgh. I was, uh, you know, there was no money, there was no education, you know, and I found my path and I'm grateful every single day about the path that I had. And, you know, I think we have to embrace the possibilities of things we can do whatever that might be in our individual lives, uh, to be able to celebrate our lives if we get on a good path. And for me, it was getting an education and starting a career path. So going back to the second part of that question, what is it that drives you, that pushes you? Personal drive, personal ambition, personal challenge. I always like to find new territory to conquer. In my book, Roar, I talk about a concept called life layering, 
mm-hmm. which was really something I discovered when I was about 39 years old. You know, all I was doing was working. I had a good personal life and a good family life and work life. But aside from that, I was pretty boring. So all of this stuff that you mentioned really started happening in the second half of life when I realized that I was really missing out on life. You know, I was doing the stuff that we all do every day. We work, but I needed to really find, you know, more excitement in life. And so that was the original driver is sort of realizing that I was kind of not living life. And in case you're just tuning in this morning, we're talking to those who are embarking on a second act in their life. This morning, we're speaking to author Michael Clinton. The title of the book is Roar into the Second Half of Your Life Before It's Too Late. Now, let's talk about that book, um, Roar. How did you actually put the book together? And tell us about the book, if you will. Well, you know, what I realized is that, um, you know, if you're 50 and healthy or 60 and healthy, there's a very good chance you're going to live to be 90 or older. And so the old concept of retiring at 65 was created when the life expectancy was around 62. And so a whole new mindset that if you're 60 and healthy, you got another 30 plus years to live. And there's a lot of stuff you can do. You can learn new things. You can start new careers. You can start turn hobbies into businesses. And, you know, what I wanted to do was shed a light on that. So I interviewed 40 people from every kind of walk of life um, who really had this epiphany at midlife that there was a lot more they could accomplish. I mean, really inspirational stuff. And the whole idea was to really send an idea out there that, you know, the second half is a whole new beginning. It's not the big slide down that oftentimes we're told is going to happen. You can do a lot of new things in your life, you know, post 50. And that really is, was really the concept of the book. And, you know, I didn't want the book to be homework. I wanted it to be fun. I wanted it to be some good tips and some good quizzes and ways that you can really embark on this new kind of thinking into the second half of life. Now, Michael, in the book, again, the title of the book is Roar. You write about a four-part process to achieve a purposeful life. Tell us about that. Well, so, so Roar, the first R stands for, you know, the reimagination process. And You know, we all have our daily routines. We may walk our dogs. We may do yoga. We may do uh, running. We may do whatever. And reimagining into your what is your favorite future look like can be a daily practice. And we talk about how you do that and how you can go about doing that. The O is owning your stuff, owning your numbers. You know, the fundamental table stakes, of course, is health. You'd be surprised how many, you know, 50-year-olds, don't know their blood pressure, haven't had a colonoscopy, haven't had a, you know, any kind of routine tests that are out there for, for creating longevity. Own your health numbers, own your wealth numbers, because if you're going to live to be 90, how are you going to fund that kind of life? Own your age, you know, celebrate that you're living longer, hopefully in a healthier way. The A is the action plan. I mentioned life layering earlier. That's part of it. And the final R is reassessing your relationships. You know, the people around you who are going to support you if you want to go back to school, if you want to leave a first career and start a second career, if you want to really embark on that creative idea that you've had about being a writer or a painter or a sculptor. You know, you need the people around you who are going to really support you in your your next endeavor. And so we talk about that in the book. So that's kind of the four steps of ROAR. And again, in case you're just tuning in, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. All morning long, we're talking about second act careers. 
those who have decided to embark on a second act, a second career later in life. For more information on our guests, more information on the show, reach out to us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Facebook at Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Like, follow, and share there. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast anywhere you get your podcasts and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. Now, Michael, explain to us why 50 and beyond is the best time to explore and embark on a second act career. Well, first of all, you know a lot about yourself, right? Mm -hmm. You know what you're good at. You know what you're not good at. You've made some good decisions. You've made some dumb decisions. We all have. You know, that's just the way life, lo- life works. But, but we, we have a really good sense as to who we are and, and what, we are, what we're good at. So you lean into the things that you're really good at. And sometimes those are innate and they've been there. And sometimes they're learned things along the way. You know, where you really found out, you know, maybe you were you studied in school you didn't really think you were so great at math, but maybe you found out through your business experience that you're really good at finances and the financial side of it. So how do you lean into that and move into a different part of a, of a career? Or if you're in that space, let's say you're in the finance space and you're looking at the people around you and you see that you're really kind of excited about what the sales and marketing people do, um, how do you now, you know, make a, make a right turn and move into that space for a, a second career, a second act. You know, in the book, there are a lot of good interviews of people. I, I love one particular woman who was an elementary school teacher, and she, in her late 50s, decided that um, she was going to take some comedy classes because her kids kept telling her she was funny, funny, funny. <laughs> and Patricia Forehand is now a stand-up comic, um, and her, her new career is being a stand-up comic. She's in her 60s. And so she gave up her teaching career. Now she's a comedian. And isn't that a great example of leaning into something that you're really good at? And in case you're just tuning in this morning, we're talking about second act careers. On the phone with me now is Michael Clinton. He's the author of the book, Roar. For more information on Michael, more information on the show, reach out to us on Facebook, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Rodney Lear on Air. Now, for those who would like to embark on a second act career after 50, what solid advice can you offer to them, Michael? Well, you know, one of the big questions that I often get is, well, I'm not so sure what I want to do. And one of the things that we talk about in the book is go back to your younger self. What was it that you gave up in your 20s that, you know, you are sort of saying, gee, I wish I had pursued that because life takes over. You know, you've listened to your parents, you listen to your friends, you listen to your partner but meanwhile, your heart was really in doing something that you abandoned when you were a younger person. So I'll give you an example, another great story in the book, a woman who she had always wanted to be, you know, a mystery novelist. And of course, that's a big, a big idea. But, you know, she ended up going to sales and going into having a sales career. She was married. She had a couple of kids. She had to put food on the table. But in her 50s, she decided that she had to really go back to that original dream. And she started taking classes and, you know, joined a a writer's group and did a Dan Brown master class. And she started writing. And as she said, she wrote a book that was rejected by many publishers, but she kept going at it. She's now in her mid-60s. She has published seven mystery novels. 
She left the sales ranks in her early 60s. She's making a living as a novelist. And she said, yeah, guess what? I am now a, a mystery writer. And there she is. You know, she made a great, she went back to her younger self and reclaimed something that she she had left, you know, on the table. So that's a good example. Go back and think about that. That's one great way to do it. Now, for those that are in their 30s and 20s and they went to college and they got their master's degree and then they discovered their career is not exactly what they expected, what would you tell them? Well, you know, if you're in your 20s or 30s, you're going to definitely, assuming you're healthy and take care of yourself, you're definitely going to have uh, a long life into, into your 90s. And I think what's different today is my, my generation thought of life as a 40-year career. A 20- or 30-year-old, you know, they're going to have a 60-year career. So if, in fact, you feel that you're stalled out, you have an opportunity to start a whole new career. And by the way, you're going to probably have several careers anyway because of this 60-year work span. So, you know, I wouldn't get so concerned about what is happening right now. I would think about the long play and how you, you regroup, repivot to start off on, a, on another journey. By the way, that's not just for people in their 20s and 30s. I think that works for people in their 40s and 50s as well. So take the long view. And again, all morning long, we're talking about second act careers. I'm Rodney Lear. You're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. On the phone with me now is author Michael Clinton. The title of the book is Roar. Now, earlier we talked about your partnership with Hearst. Tell us about this exciting new partnership for you guys. Yeah, thanks, Rodney. You know, the book Roar was a, was a great success. We are, we are into our, our third printing. Um, hardback, paperback, it's on Kindle, it's on Audible. I actually read the book. We have a great free newsletter. People can sign up at roarforward.com. But the, the goal of the business um, is to really shed a light on the possibilities of what can happen in the second half of life. And we have uh, a lot of different activities, webinars, seminars, through the newsletter, through the website, to really show people and to explain to people that, you know, you've got this whole exciting new chapter ahead of you. You just have to think about it in a different kind of way, focus on it, be um, introspective about what it is you really, what you really want in life, um, and start that journey. And so the, the venture is really an outgrowth of the success of the book um, to really bring more and more insights to people um, in all walks of life as to how they can, how they can set off on a really exciting new second half. Okay. Now, you're very humble at some things. And when I talked about how you've done many things, um, one of the many things that you've done, you've traveled to more than 120 countries and you ran a marathon on all seven continents, including Antarctica. What is that like? (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty otherworldly. I celebrated my 60th birthday by running a marathon on Antarctica and completing the seven continents. And you know, aside from my own personal, you know, I'm a, I'm a major fitness enthusiast. So I'm a runner and a skier and a hiker. It's just part of who I am and part of what I've always been as a, you know, as a, as a human being. But uh, I wanted to be able to not only have that achievement, but also to say to people, this is what 60 can be. You know, you don't have to run a marathon on Antarctica at 60, but at 60, you can do a lot of things that you didn't necessarily think you could do. Don't create self-imposed ageism on yourself. 
You can run your first marathon if that's what you want to do. You can go back to school and get another degree. You can start a business. You can do. You can get healthier and 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 better uh, you know, through wellness and nutrition. So, I've always been really motivated around you know my own personal fitness, and so that was an outgrowth of an outgrowth of that. Okay. Now you're a private pilot. Do you fly yourself to all 20 countries? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, no. I mean, I have flown. I have flown in Africa. I've flown in the Caribbean. I've flown around the U.S., um, which were which were all great. You know, I've always um, been a been also travel has always been a big priority for me. It started when I was backpacking. I took all my college loan money and decided to go backpacking in Europe when I was 18 and hit about, you know, 12, 15 countries. And so you can see I have this adventure streak that was in me um, at a very young age. And I think part of this life layering idea, which people can read about in the book, is to continue to build on the things that really excite you as an individual and traveling the world and, you know, staying fit and having that kind of experience uh, have always been part of my layers. All right. So I just have to ask you this now. You seem to have done everything. Um, anything that you any regrets, anything that you haven't done that you regret? And what are you what is there still to do for you? Well, let's start with what is there still for me to do? All um, right. So we're I'm about to um embark on a hike to the Everest base camp um, with a group of friends. So we're going to be going to Nepal and we're going to be doing a fundraiser hiking for hunger relief because there's still a lot of food insecurity in our country and in our world. And so, you know, I want to keep doing, you know, great adventurous things like that and have a giving back component to it. And so that is great. Any regrets? Yeah, I wish I had could been, you know, a rock and roll star, but you know, I don't have a I don't have a great voice. But anyway, we we lean into the things that we're good at versus what we're not good at. And I give you a whole long list of stuff that I'm not good at. But um, you know, I think what we all need to do is constantly be thinking about how do I be true to myself. What are the things that are really important to me, interesting to me, to pursue for myself? I'll give you an example. We always, in in our seminars, we always say to people, take your role as parent, partner, and employee and put them over to the side. Those are really important roles, and they, you know, eat up a lot of our day and our lives, probably, you know, 90% of our lives. But the question then is, who are you outside of those roles? Because kids grow up and go away. Jobs come and go. Hopefully the partner sticks around, but sometimes, you know, life happens. So who are you as an individual and what are the things that are going to fulfill you and sustain you? And that's, that takes work. That takes work on the individual basis to really identify what it is and then really go at it full steam. And, you know, I think this is part of the message in our book, Roar, is to at midlife, when you sit there and you say, well, I didn't do this or I didn't do that, or I want to do this or I want to do that, the time is now to think about that. And so that's really, um, you know, what is it, what is your North Star for you as an individual? The second half of your life is really the time to really put big scrutiny on that. 
All right. And with that, we're out of time this morning. Michael, if our listeners would like to find out more about you, Michael Clinton, if they would like to find out more about the book, how can they find out more? Thanks, Rodney. Roarforward.com talks about everything that we're doing. That's where people can sign up for the newsletter and see what we're up to. Uh, but, yeah, no, thank you so much for, for the time and the conversation. I really appreciate it. We've been speaking to author Michael Clinton. Again, the title of the book is Roar into the Second Half of Your Life Before It's Too Late. Again, all morning long, we're talking about second act careers, those who have found purpose and passion and fulfillment in their second career. Remember, for anything that you may have missed this morning, all you have to do is reach out to us on social media, Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. Or you can listen to the show, anything that you may have missed. If you miss any portion of any of the interviews, all you have to do is go to your favorite podcast app, anywhere you get your podcast and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear.